Hello. Are you the type of person who likes to be reminded about how totally awesome this world is? Do you like to hear stories about ordinary people doing the most courageous, inspiring things despite odds stacked against them? If so, this is the right place for you. My podcast is all about inspiring stories because I believe we all need to be reminded of how totally magical and awesome this world is. I have two young children and every day they show me, they laugh, they play and have fun. And it makes me realize that as we get older, we forget this sometimes. And so this is my hope that by bringing an awareness, by introducing people who are tackling life's challenges head on and are coming out the other side through experiences that really do remind us what an incredible world we live in, how it is all full of possibilities. And so today, this episode is just a little introduction to me about who I am and where I came from. Originally, I was brought up in the UK and stories is something that in hindsight, I can see has guided me through many paths. I remember as a child sitting on the parquet wooden flooring of the school assembly hall and listening to a giant of a headmaster just pour out story after story and I just sat there totally captivated and looking back I struggled to remember a lot of the lessons I learned in my youth but these stories they still resound in my head today and of course as a parent now I read many stories to my children every night this is just such a great way to communicate to tune in to what other people have been through and it's so fun I love listening to stories so at the end of my primary school I remember writing a book a story that the teacher had set us and my title was Katie's present Katie's surprise it was all about a birthday and a present I remember finishing it thinking oh my goodness wouldn't this be wonderful if one day I got to be an author and that is something I am very proud to say that I have achieved today, but this it wasn't a straight path at all because I was the child who had no idea what I wanted to be. I am in total awe and inspiration of people who know exactly that they want to be a doctor or what they want to do in life. And I just always said that I wanted to live by the sea and not work a nine to five job. I didn't see why anyone would want to spend the most of their life in an office all day. Even from an early age, this just was a mystery to me. And so not the not knowing has led me on many a path. 
I started off the traditional university route, but afterwards realized that it was travel that called me. And not long after, I found myself in Spain teaching English as a foreign language. But as I did, I came across this world that I had never seen before, a world of yachts, of super yachts, of people lived in a completely different lifestyle from anything I had ever seen. This was before mobile phones, before really the internet. And so everything that happened the other side of the world wasn't available at the touch of a button. And I just stood in awe. And of course, I'd done this teaching to be able to travel. But when I saw these yachts, I was like, oh, my goodness, this was not in my career brochure. But it was something that really pulled me. And so I moved, not necessarily straight away. In fact, that in itself, you know, I had to quit my teaching job. And then it took me about eight months of constant walking of asking of a little bit of work here and there before I got my first permanent job and then off my journey took me which was something that actually gave me a whole new experience to life it opened up so many cultures because we had the privilege of spending not just a week or two but months and years in different places all over the world we spent some time in Central America, a couple of years up the East Coast of the States, a couple of years in Southeast Asia. And when we were there, it just gave me the greatest insight into different people, different places, about our differences, but mostly it just showed me the images that I had of how we lived that was portrayed through the news in other places was not how people really were. Most people are actually really kind. They're really gracious. And we have so many things in common, despite what we look like on the outside, despite wherever we come from. We're all struggling with the same things that life throws at us. We still have the same fears. And it's so easy to forget this. But one of the great things about these this journey, it just it gave me so many experiences and so many stories that opened up to me along the way, which has totally shaped my appreciation for travel and the opportunity to really experience different places around the world. Um not only the landscapes, how amazing humans are in terms of what we have created and designed. And it allowed me then to achieve what has been one of my greatest ambitions. I set the goal when I was younger to be able to pay off my first property in five years. And that was something that I was able to achieve because I was a saver and, you know, being able, I remember the day that I walked out the bank, having finally paid off that last payment. And there was such joy in that. There's such joy in achieving goals, you know, but as soon as we do, we move on to the next one. And that's the beautiful thing about life. It never stops being another challenge, another door to open, something more, something new and refreshing. 
then after this amazing opportunity to travel, we have also spent years, a few years ourselves with our children um, going to different places and travel is so different with children, but yet in a way it's, it's also better because children open your eyes to seeing things from a different viewpoint, you know, remembering the fun, the lightness and one of the most impactful trips of my lifetime was actually one that I did with my children. So a lot of people think I'm quite brave because of the places and things I've done. But yet one day we had this opportunity to take a 10 meter, 30 foot um, motorboat, open top, no galley, no running water, no sink, no flushing toilet, no toilet, <laughs> um, across the English Channel and down through the French canals. So my husband and I had talked about this. In fact, the years I have spent looking at boats that we almost bought but didn't, I feel like I, I should have been a broker for all those years. And here we were looking at an opportunity which was so incredible but as a mother with two young children, I was remember saying to my husband, this is this is just ludicrous. We can't do this. I mean, it really is dangerous. I mean, they could fall overboard. We could get lost. We might not find somewhere to stay. We might run out of food. I mean, and we've got just a week to decide. I mean, honestly, who does this kind of stuff? <laughs> and he just looked back at me with a smile on his face going, it'll be all right. And I didn't think it would be all right. You know, I was the mother and the mother has the responsibility of the safety of looking after her children, of making sure everything is okay. And as I was pacing up and down, my eldest daughter, who was just five at the time, came up to me and she said, mommy, what's going on? Because of course, children are very intuitive and she could feel the tension in the room. And I said, well, we have this opportunity to take this, this boat um, across the channel, the English channel and through the French canals, which obviously didn't really mean much to her. Um, but I explained it in a bit more detail and she stopped and she looked at me and she said, wow, mummy, that sounds like such a cool adventure but it's okay if you don't want to go. I'll just go with daddy. And I paused and I stopped and I looked at her. And then I looked at my husband and I said, we have to go, don't we? I mean, here was my five-year-old who was so intrepid, so brave, wasn't worried about any of the things that were just consuming me. And so then we made a decision. We said yes. And the moment I'd made a decision, I noticed a huge shift. It wasn't, shall we do this? It was, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to figure it out. And it wasn't just the children. Um, <laughs> it was the whole immigration, arriving in a foreign country on a small boat, my husband not being British or French? Was he going to be kicked out? How would this work? You know, there were so many technicalities to it. 
but we managed to sort it everything you know it's incredible when you are put in a situation and you will make phone call after phone call until you get the answer you want and it really reminded me of how resourceful we all are when we're put in a situation of which we have to figure something out and so we did this trip that looked absolutely nothing like I had planned in all the years before. But it was also the greatest lesson because this was just an experience that I later got to carve and become part of a book, Ignite Happiness, which was an international bestseller But as I was writing this story for the book, it really highlighted to me how many things I had learned on this journey. And that if I had taken this nice, comfortable boat with with a roof, with a toilet, with all the things that you would normally expect of a boat, I wouldn't have learned all these incredible lessons. I wouldn't have come out the side, just really changed because there were so many things, just the simple things of going down the canals and watching because there wasn't lots of things I could preoccupy myself with. So I was forced to stand and just watch my children. We had taken virtually no toys. So of course they had found the the ropes on board and they were playing with them. They'd found the inflatable fenders which protect the boat and they were just doing all sorts of crazy things and laughing and jumping on the foredeck area and they were so happy and as I watched them it just reminded me of how firstly I just never took the time to watch my kids because every spare moment was cleaning or busying myself in something and how really happiness is seeing life through the eyes of a child, how they really just weren't worrying about things. They were just enjoying and being present in the moment. And it so reminded me, this is what we all need more of. We all need to be present. And how much I myself was constantly thinking about something that happened last week, last year, or pre-planning ahead on what could happen. But of course, our ideas of what might happen in the future are just that. They're ideas, they're stories. And all of the ideas that I had about this adventure, this trip before I left, none of them came true. It didn't rain. We didn't get poured upon and absolutely soaked. The children didn't fall overboard. We didn't get radically lost. We had enough water. All the things came together. But did that mean everything fell into place perfectly? Absolutely not. We did get soaked, but not from the rain, from a a freak wave hitting it at the wrong angle. We did end up going down the wrong canal path, but we were able to backtrack and carry on our route. We did almost run out of water, but miraculously this old fashioned pump, which I swore wouldn't work, actually worked that was on the side of the dock. Everything ended up coming together 
And it was just this beautiful reminder of how bad we are as humans at predicting what's going to happen, but then also how resourceful and resilient we really are. And I see that, I saw that as I traveled all around the world about people who are put in all sorts of extreme situations. We were also in Southeast Asia, Indonesia in 2004 for the tsunami and I was just blown away by the sheer devastation that happened out there, but also about the love and compassion that came out the other side of how many people just showed up and offered a hand to help people they just didn't even know. And so life teaches us so many lessons but they don't always come in the shape that we expect. So now fast forward to this podcast, to me with my storytelling coaching as a best-selling author. This is not the path I would have predicted for myself at all, but it is something that I am truly passionate about. I believe we all need to hear each other's stories. We all need to listen a little bit more because, oh my goodness, this is something that I I used to be good at, I think, when I was when I was younger, probably because I was just so quiet. And when you're quiet, you have to listen. But then as I grew up, I am lucky enough to have an incredible husband who is who's superpower is listening and so he reminded me of how important it is to stop and pause and give people the other chance the chance to tell their story and so I am going to be bringing you stories from people who are inspiring me who I know will inspire you too because sometimes we all get stuck in our own little world with our own problems with our own issues and we forget that there's a whole big world out there of other people experiencing similar things maybe even things that are just way worse and yet other people are just standing up and moving forward one small step at a time so I look forward to taking you on an incredible journey, a journey that will remind you of the magic, of the awesomeness, of the incredible power and unpredictability of this universe. I thank you so much for listening and I hope you will reach out to me if you feel so or connect with me on my Facebook page or through my website, which is um, available through email, sarah at thestorytellingart.com. Thank you again and bye for now.